0: Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, for the next hour, I aim to entertain and educate you about music and causes that enrich your life. A delicious mix of talking and music we call fun philanthropy, where the desire to improve the welfare of others is combined with fun and music. Today you will meet rock legend and Connecticut resident Joe Bouchard. He's here. (laughs) Founder and former member of Blue Oyster Cult and his partner, Joan Levy Hepburn. You will also meet Stephanie Campbell and Amy Dingwall from the Kennedy Collective Autism Project right nearby in Trumbull who work very hard to help children and young adults with autism and developmental disabilities learn the skills to be happy in life. More on them later. Hey, I'm Rob Freed, and welcome to Band Central Radio, where we broadcast the fourth Monday of every month on WPKN 89.5 FM here in Bridgeport, and on your audio device of choice, anytime you want to listen via WPKN Podcasts. As mentioned, we got a great show over the next hour, introducing you to Joe, Joan, Stephanie, and Amy. We also have WPKN General Manager Steve DiCostanzo here in the studio. He's here? He's <laughs> fresh, <laughs> fresh off another birthday. Fresh off another birthday. Hey, Steve. Hey, good to be here, Rob. Steve, you know, we all know WPKN for the, the great programmers. We we all just enjoyed listening to Joseph, Joseph Chelley's wonderful program. And the musical diversity, though, can you give an, us an update? about WPKN's initiatives to
1: make our community a better place? Sure, yeah. A couple things are are happening just right now. In fact, uh, February is Black History Month, and one of the things that WPKN did when we moved downtown was to put together a Black History Month advisory committee made up of some of the movers and shakers in the community here in Bridgeport. And we did the same thing with uh, Hispanic Heritage Month we put together uh, a similar panel uh, of of experts and cultural leaders and some business people and uh, uh, so that's something that you know we're now that we're downtown as opposed to at UB we're really much more forward leaning and facing the community and those are two really important aspects for us to put together those two groups and uh, I think these are templates for us to do uh, other things as well.
0: Yeah, it's a good reminder that you know. In addition to being a radio station that plays music, you guys are like a spotlight or a flashlight that just goes around and Puts the light on different causes and happenings to to keep people Correct, aware right. of how they can be involved. I know you've been doing things to help the Bridgeport school system and some of the students there with with uh, programming, sure. giving them opportunities on the radio. What are what are some other things well, that I'm, come
1: to mind? Well, I, what com- one thing that comes to mind is the fact that your show is is part of this community outreach because uh, not just your show but other shows uh, reach out to community leaders and and uh, nonprofit uh, executive directors and and give them a platform to talk about their uh, mission and uh, what their you know, business model is. And so this is something we, we also take to the next step where we invite them to do PSAs, pro bono PSAs, that can run uh, you know, for 50, 60 seconds. Then they get repeated you know, in a kind of an evergreen good, good fashion. Point. Good point. So if, you, e- if
0: you are a nonprofit
1: yeah. that is listening right now,
0: and you would like to create a PSA that gets played at the top of the hour, 45 seconds, explaining your cause and how people could get involved, please contact Steve D. Costanzo. Yeah, radio no, that's or, the best thing. At the this, radio. You know, GM GM.
1: at WPKN.org. We probably currently are running, I would say, close to 20 uh, PSAs, uh, and, and we certainly have room for others. As oh, well. that's
0: great. You know. Hey, you know. At the turn of the year and, you know, I guess today being the, the, you know, right in the weekend of the Lunar New Year, there were a couple of themes that the Band Central team has been talking about that I just wanted to put out there for listeners. You know, whether you're at home having lunch here at the the noon hour or maybe driving on 95 between here and there. Uh, One of the themes is grow through what you go through. And, you know, all I could say is I hope you are growing through what you're going through because it's a it's a rocky road in life and we all need to learn the lessons that appear and they could be dealing with health challenges separation passing or rejoicing in times of happiness and you know and really learning how to experience contentment the other thing we've been talking about is this idea that creating a good life requires work and effort which I like to refer to as work, 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 where the first work refers to getting things done and not getting stuck in our heads with ideas. The second work refers to operating with efficiency and focusing on how can I improve. And the third work refers to taking pleasure in work so that it becomes like doing a craft, Mm. And I want to share, I was talking about this with one of my friends, bassist Brad Helene. He's from Boston, and he's toured with Susan Tedeschi, Duke Robillard, Roomful of Blues. And he shared some insight with me about the importance of work and discipline and what it means to be a prodigy. You know, he said, quote, the biggest part of being a prodigy and a musical talent is discipline and being honest with yourself on what you need to focus on to improve. Any gifted prodigy knows it never ends. Charlie Parker, Coltrane, etc., every jazz master worked their butt off. McCartney, Jamerson, John Paul Jones on bass, etc., are all gifted prod- prodigy musicians that never stopped working on their skill set. I've talked to many players I admire a great deal, and their number one commitment about their talent is discipline. Discipline is a talent unto itself. I know how humbling this process is, and I embrace every second of it, end quote. So I love that quote mm-hmm. by, Brad, by Brad Helene. And, you know, I was thinking about this, and uh, uh, John. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with Coach John Wooden from UCLA, but his, his advice to his players shows the connection between work and well-being. He says, success is peace of mind which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to do your best and become the best you are capable of becoming. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed that Mm. bit of inspiration. Uh, Let's take a let's take a, a listen right now to one of Joe Bouchard's new tracks. Mm. This is called "My Way Is the Highway," mm. and it's about mm. Joe's life in the 1970s during his first tour of California. Um, and I know, just it, met a guy right here. He was there. <laughs> he was there. And this will convey the excitement of being on the road. We will be right back. We just heard "My Way Is the Highway." Yes,
2: that features uh, Mickey Curry on the drums. Mickey Curry on the drums, Connecticut, a fantastic drummer, plays with Brian Adams. Wow, and Hall and
0: Oates, Uh, Hall and Oates, and everybody else in the world. The Cult. Well, that song was by our next guest, Joe Bouchard, and we're going to talk to him in a moment. But first, let me update you on Band Central. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm just going to take a moment. You know, Band Central is a private philanthropy whose mission is to help nonprofits in the Connecticut area. Maximize their special event revenue by uniting a community of nonprofits, musicians, donors, and audience members through themed music concerts. What we do is Band Central provides a grant from its donor advised fund at the Fairfield County's Community Foundation and then works closely with nonprofits to market music themed fundraising events, engaging their existing donors and attracting new ones. Band Central effectively accomplished this. This, in a, it's a collaborative approach fueled by you know me as the founder, my investment background in over three decades with Bridgewater Associates, my passion for music, and my personal desire to do good. So I'm going to read some numbers, Steve. Uh, he, the event revenue that we generated in 2022 was one million one hundred seventeen thousand dollars. That was what was raised for local nonprofits. Wow. The amount of grants that came from the Band Central Fund was 95500 The contributions into the Band Central Fund in 2022 were 108600 Payments to musicians... And stage crew, 46,600. Wow. Very proud of that. Yeah. Uh, management and general expenses, 8,000, and the number of nonprofits served, 18, of which WPKN was one. Uh, so, very proud of that. I also want to recognize the terrific team of Andy Cadison, our executive producer, Paula Murphy, our director of operations, and Audrey Neforis, our director of communications. Now, I want to come back for a minute, and uh, I want to come back for a minute and just kind of let you know we've got twelve themed concerts set for 2023 so far to help local nonprofits and we're very fortunate to have Joe Bouchard our next guest helping out with some of those Uh, our spring tour is going to feature some amazing musicians and I want to take a moment and read the names of these people because they mean a lot to me Gabrielle Lakshmi Stephanie Harrison, Joe Bouchard Joe Levy Hepburn, John Torres, Bill Carbone, Gray Fowler, Cyrus Madden Anthony David, Eric Kalb, Fuzz, Pat Marafioti, Barry Blumenfield, Rob Somerville, Rob Volo, Marcus Torres Jr., Mike Marble, Ronnie Sissia, Lou Bodak, Brad Helene, Brad Milov, Steve Redler, Pat Williams, John Farholak. Wow. And we're going to be performing some amazing shows. What happens is every season we feature new shows. So this season we're going to be doing the Spectrum of Rock. We're going to be doing... Flower Power, Songs from the Generation of Love, Funk and Soul of the 1970s, and also the To the Max Reunion. And we've got a, an amazing group of nonprofits that we're going to be doing these shows for. So we, we stand ready to help local nonprofits and musicians thrive. Here are the upcoming dates. March 22nd. For the Kennedy Center Autism Project, the Spectrum of Rock Show at Park City Music Hall. March 23rd for the Center of Family Justice, the Flower Power Show at FTC Stage 1. March 25th, Saturday night, for House Community Center, Funk and Soul at Two Roads Brewery. On April 20th, that day when everybody's going to be lighting up, for Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants, Funk and Soul of the 1970s at Park City Music Hall, and on May 17th at Fairfield Theater Stage 1, the To The Max Reunion. So you can visit experiencebandcentral.com to sign up for our monthly newsletter, our tour dates, and follow us on Facebook. Also, I play bass and sing in some groups with upcoming dates. You can check that out at robfreedmusic.com. So joining us now is Joe Bouchard and Joan Levy Hepburn. Yay! Whoa, nice chord. Joe originally is from upstate New York. He got his bachelor's degree in um, music education. He is a bachelor. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And he joined joined Blue Oyster Cult with his brother Albert, and they recorded 14 albums with Blue Oyster Cult. Now, Don't Fear the Reaper, which... Almost everyone knows it's been used on many movies. Hang on, Joe. (laughs) Has been used on many movies and TV shows, and it really went quantum when Saturday Night Live did their more cowbell sketch. yes. But he retired from Blue Oyster Cult, and he's dedicated his time since that time to composing, performing, and teaching. And for the past decade, he's worked very closely with his partner, who you're going to get to meet, Joan Levy Hepburn. And we're also really delighted to have Joan with us today. Um, Welcome, Joe and Joan. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for all you do. Oh, we've done a few shows in the
2: past, and we're excited about uh, doing these shows coming up. So hope everybody
0: gets a ticket as soon as they can. Oh, thanks so much. So I want to start by just asking you, you know, you're both sitting here with guitars and you sing. Why guitars and vocals and rock and roll? Like, Joe, why are you not a cello player in some classical orchestra? Um, it's what we do. It's what we
2: do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very zen. I, I was lucky my, my uh, uncle played jazz guitar when i was a little little kid i was fascinated by it and he uh, he uh, let us play his guitars over at my cousin's house and had a little band and uh, been doing it ever since the guitar is great because it's so portable it's you know it's it's got the mojo you mm-hmm. know it uh, it it's it usually uh attracts a crowd so uh, we're going to keep doing it now you're not going to tell me that you
0: picked guitar because you would attract the pretty girls? No, I had plenty of girls before that. <laughs> <laughs> Joan, how about you? Why, why are you playing guitar and doing rock uh, and roll? Yeah.
3: I started out being really interested in uh, rural, original black blues. and When I was seven, I heard the first Dave Van Ronk record and I said, that's it, I have to play the guitar. So, um, from the age of about 10 to 21 i played by ear and just figured things out and then when i was 21 i actually met dave Van Ronk, and he traded paintings for guitar lessons with me hmm. and uh we became friends and uh we were friends for 25 years until he died in 2002 so um funny part of that was that uh when he died, I couldn't open my guitar case for 7 years. Wow. I was so upset that I lost him. So, and uh, then that's about the time you met Mr. Well, Bouchard here, right? Well, I I started playing the cello. He mentioned the cello. Okay. I thought, "Okay, I can't play the guitar anymore, so I got a cello and I started playing that." And then uh we were doing a show in 2010. He so they they said uh, they called me up and they said will you be in the show and represent Dave Van Ronk music and I immediately said yes and I said what what did you say yes for you haven't even played in seven years <laughs> so I heard Dave's voice from above saying you got to do it kid it's going to change your life <laughs> so I started playing again and I go down there for the sound check and 5 minutes before the show starts he pops in and says I'm going to play Dave Van Ronk music and I went Oh, well, that's what I was supposed I, to. I just do.
2: randomly picked it up. you Wow! Know? It was a tribute
0: to uh, Folk City. Now, did you? So you guys met backstage? You had this brief
2: conversation.
3: I had no idea who but he was. Any,
0: no spark? Were, were the sparks flying yet?
3: Well, I had no idea who he was, and all of a sudden, this guy comes in. This rather, was, rather
0: handsome guy, by the well, way, because you can't see handsome him on back radio. This <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Younger. So, so I, I said, well, I I was going to do Dave Van Rong. What what are you going to no, do? No, I'm doing Dave. And so so, I so s- we're like competing. So he says what he's going to do, and I go, well, I wasn't going to do that, so you knock yourself so out. So we're in the green room. or And I'm right running up stage. on my guitar, and he shows up at the door, and he goes, do you play it like this? And, and I said, no. I I'm said, like, wow, like this. that's the real thing. You really play it right. So, so then he says, "Well, come, come on, on out, out and play with." Me. So we, we never out. saw this guy before. Never met him. We never played a note a with him. We didn't even have a full run
2: through of the music. just like, and you just went out and played play. So know. right wow, before trust. we
3: start, I look over at him and I say, "I hope you know what you're doing." <laughs> and he, goes, he goes, "Just start in." Here we go. Well, so, you know, go, going back to what
0: I said earlier in my opening remarks about discipline. Oh. I happen to know how hard Joe oh, practices. <laughs> Joe practices every day, and he and um, and you know, whenever you're seeing a it perform, it's a result of a lot of work. Mm. Uh, you know, even to present day. Hey, Joe, I wanted to ask you. You know, the yeah. track that we just heard, "My Way" is the highway. Yes. You know, I've heard you tell tell uh, give us a little color. In other words, you were a young man. I know at that time, Blue Oyster Colt was you know as big as bigger than Led Zeppelin. You know, probably the it biggest was, band uh, in the land. Well, I, I was
2: I, I was sort of inspired by the old uh, TV series Route Sixty Six, uh-huh. where two guys in a car on the you know driving down the coast. And uh, it's funny because I was just in the waiting room, and I talked to a guy. Yeah, I was there at the Long Beach Arena when you played there with Blue Oyster Cult. I says that's exactly what this is all about. All of those shows, the festivals, the uh, stadiums. We did a whole string of uh, stadiums in in California. So that because I was stuck home for COVID right that, that the whole album this is the first album I've written every note of music on the whole thing, and it just seemed to come to me so um yeah that was yeah. Uh, it was the it was the the good times when you're when you're just making it up, you know starting up the ladder, you know, and you know some incredible things happen, the shows are are incredible, and uh you know we did a lot here in Connecticut also, but there's just something about going out to the west coast. And, uh, you know, it was it was just beyond belief, you know.
0: Well, I know I was in high school at that time, a few <laughs> years younger than you. And we were super inspired by Blue Oyster Cult. Um, and uh, so let, let's let yeah, let's let's take a minute and let's fast forward to right now, present moment. And I want to ask you guys as artists. And, you know, Joe gave a hint of this when he said during COVID, I had a lot of time to reflect and write new material. But what is getting, I'd like to hear each of you say, what is getting you inspired musically right now? It could be something you're listening Mm -hmm. to, watching. What is feeding your musicality?
3: Oh, it um, it changes a lot. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when I was in high school, I used to play a lot of old English ballads and, you know, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, of yeah. music, and Old Cros stuff. And, oh, yeah. and just this week, because we were coming here and we could only play acoustic, I pulled this guitar out, and then I started going, hmm, maybe I'll put it in some of those open tunings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, uh, and, um... You know, Jace will lay some of those Joni Mitchell tunings oh, on us. Yeah. Oh, no, mind-bending. Or
3: David Crosby, you know. Or David
0: Crosby, and, and, yeah.
3: And, right. uh, and... And Joe and I sing a lot of harmonies together. Yeah. I sing a lot of the backup vocals and some of the uh, guitar on his albums.
2: Joan, Joan is a contemporary artist, and I think that it has inspired me a lot in the last couple of albums that I put out because, you know, she has so many paintings around the house and, and she's, she, she knows some of those people. And we've done uh, the lectures uh, at... Uh, colleges and universities. We went to MIT and talked about
3: the Barnes Foundation and the Barnes and the, the, yeah. And out to Austin, Austin, Joe, is there anything,
0: anybody you're listening to that's kind of inspiring
2: you now? Uh, You know, I don't have time to listen to as much as I'd like to. Uh Um, Actually, I've been sort of getting into a lot of old uh, movies. (laughs) I get into like a lot of old film noir. Right. Right. And it's amazing how many, you know. So I'm thinking, like, you know, I might, I don't know what I'm going to do next, you know. This one was such a, such a hill to climb, um, and I've got some some ideas we're we're working on. something. I don't want away. You know, it you away. did
0: a tour of Europe last year, mm-hmm. and you're uh, what do, you what, what do, do you, have, you what do you have coming Scotland, up? Scotland, England, you know, France. I, great, and I did give some band central dates where people can come yeah. see you and hear you play. You know, we're you know when we play with Joe Bouchard, we play hit their hits. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> other than that, what else gives people what I what, what what kinds of stuff do you have coming up in 2023 where people might. Either download your stuff or, or hear what you're doing.
3: We're doing a we're show gonna, in New Jersey. We're going to be playing as a duo this year. Duo,
2: yeah, we're doing a lot of duo shows. Uh, we've got some real an, an possible tour in September. I can't give, I can't mention anything about it because it's so uh, hush, hush, hush.
3: <laughs> but uh, that may uh, take us uh, around the world. Who knows? Last year we were the Bouchard brothers. I was one of the brothers with Joe and Albert, and uh, it was kind of funny because yeah. they're He's the rockers, and Paris I'm the, and the finger picker, and I play the strat leads, and they're playing all the, the yeah, all we acoustic guitars, acoustic
2: guitars, and you yeah.
0: know. And people, people, if they want to check you out, they can go to joebouchard.com. dot com. dot com. It's a really yes. informative website, yeah. right? Yeah. I just updated
2: uh, the show that we're doing. So if they want to, you know, get a link to uh, buy a ticket, they can find it on my website.
0: Great. Well, I, I want to play a song with you. We have we have both of them on acoustic guitar, and I brought my 1966 uh, Hofner Cavern bass. But before we do, there's one story I want you to tell, Joe, which is <laughs> I always love the story about Joe's. Uh, Around the time of the song, My Way is the Highway, he's in a hotel. uh, The Riot House. The Riot House in L.A. area, right? It was the Hyatt House, but everybody called it the the Riot Riot House. House. And this is where everybody was throwing stuff out of the windows, you know, all the musicians. And Joe is in the penthouse apartment, right? Penthouse suite. Penthouse suite. In the suite right below him, below him, mind you, is John Bonham, drummer from Led Zeppelin. Joe, yeah. tell the tell the story about how yeah. what what it was like to be sort of almost sharing a suite with John yes. Bottom.
2: Yes, we we heard the thump about three o'clock in the morning. There's this it was the drum solo from Moby Dick. <laughs> 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 if you know the drum solo from Moby Dick, it was loud. It was, would they say? All right, I like to stay up late, but three o'clock in the morning, no. So we called the front desk. And said, you got to tell them to stop. And they actually did. You know, I've heard stories, and it's in the book uh, of John Bonham, that, uh, that he used to play drum solos next to journalists. And he'd drive them crazy with his drum solo in the middle of the night.
0: But he stopped for us. <laughs> <laughs> great. So, hey, we're about to play live in studio. Joan Levy Hepburn, Joe Bouchard, Rob Freed. They're on acoustic <clears throat> guitars. Whoa, Steve, that came out, baby. Um, Joe, what 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 is burning for you? Uh, it's a great song written by our guitar player,
2: uh, Buck Dharma. And uh, also... The lyrics were by our good friend Richard Meltzer. It's a beautiful song. It's a love song. And uh, I think we'll just uh, let the music do the talking. Oh, wait a That's going to be for the vocal. Mostly
0: Joe's vocal. All right. Hey, hey.
2: Hey, Am I supposed to have the volume off on this? No, it doesn't matter.
0: All right. All right.
2: Live. This is the campfire version. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting around the campfire. Oh, this is what you do. Yeah. All right. Uh, and Rob's on the bass here. Give him some this little is, this bottom. This is dropping,
0: Steve. It needs to go up.
2: Uh, All right. Yeah, you might have to pull it back a little bit. I'll just move in a little closer.
0: Tighten it up right there. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Well, one, two, three. change the world. Wow, that was just an awesome couple of moments there playing "Burning for You, the Blue Oyster cult hit with Joe Bouchard and Joan Levy Hepburn. Um, Now I'm going to read something called News of the Benevolent that spotlights causes and happenings in our community toward making the world a better place. As you all know, Band Central does live music events to raise awareness and funds for organizations that help with causes as diverse as hunger, education, and basic human services to make our community a better place. And through the power of music with purpose, we can really make a difference out there. So if you can find it in your heart to attend one of our events or simply give to these organizations that we serve, you can literally change people's lives. So I want to give you an update. Here are some of the organizations we're working with this spring and summer. The Kennedy Kennedy Collective Autism Project, where they provide skills and life training for people with autism. You can reach them at... You can reach them at the dot org. Okay, Center for Family Justice that supports victims of domestic and sexual violence at Center for Family dot org. Sterling House Community Center. Community Center in Stratford. You can check them out at sterlinghousecc.org. Connecticut Institute for Refugees and Immigrants that provides support to new entrants to our state. Check them out at cirict.org. Fairfield Theater Company. Promoting and protecting music and arts in our community. You can go to fairfieldtheater.org. Wolfgang and Company, providing skills and life training for young adults with developmental disabilities. www.wolfgangco.org. And New Canaan Mounted Troop. Again, skills and life training, an equine experience for children and young adults with developmental disabilities. org. Joining us now are Stephanie Campbell and Amy Dingwall of the Kennedy Collective Autism Project. I'm going to let you tell them, I'm going to let them tell you about themselves in a moment. But the Kennedy Collective Autism Project, based out of uh, right here in Connecticut, provides opportunities for children, teens, and young adults on the autism spectrum, as well as other developmental disabilities, to engage in age-appropriate social and recreational activities that also integrate skill-building strategies. So there are a variety of immersive programs that are offered throughout the year with many opportunities for people with autism to feel supported, connected, and empowered. Welcome.
4: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Oh, it's so great to see your smiley faces here. So (laughs) tell, tell me a little bit more about yourselves. Just how did you come to become involved with kennedy collective
5: do you uh, i'll start okay Mm -hmm. um well good morning i'm amy dingwall i'm from the kennedy collective's autism project i currently create and lead programs as well as provide um resources and supports for families uh for uh people with the autism spectrum diagnosis Mm -hmm. and other disabilities um I am also a parent of a uh, twenty eight year old with autism, and so I feel like I bring something a little bit different to our programs because I understand that that piece of it. Um, I started my journey with with the autism project about seven years ago i was My son was aging out of his transition program and there was no funding so i went to a friend's house and they were having a state representative come so we could change the world and find the funding and um and they invited uh friends and people in the community and the kennedy center at the time that was our name um they were represented there as well and and I don't know how it happened but I started signing up for different volunteer opportunities there and I was at uh I was on their committee for the autism spectrum which which at the time was one of our biggest fundraisers and uh I did that for a couple years and then I was asked to come on board and and here I am.
0: Wow, so yeah. you one it came from as close to home as it can come by having a child and being a mother and just going through that cathartic experience that you've been through and then feeling like you had something to share with others. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and I think what, one of the things you referred to is um, the Kennedy center has changed their name to Kennedy collective. Is that correct? Yes, yes, it
5: has. And (laughs) you might be able to, Talk more about that. All right. Well, that was cool, Amy. Yeah. That, and you, that
0: was Amy Dingwall from Kennedy Collective. We're now going to hear from Stephanie uh, Campbell.
4: Hey, thank you, Rob, first for having us here. Your generosity and hospitality, and I have to admit I'm a little starstruck. We have a rock <laughs> legend here. We have a local legend, Yeah. and we're blown away. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to share about the Kennedy Collective and the Autism Project. I have always been passionate about creating connections, connections with people to places, people to experiences, and the most fun of all, connecting and bringing people together for a mission. I was first introduced to the Kennedy Collective, interestingly enough, at an autism project event back in, it was 2007 or 2008. Now, were you with Kennedy? I was not. Where, 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 I was really good then? friends with my with the Merrin Mountain Band, and they were performing. At the event, and they invited me to come, and during the event, I was absolutely moved and inspired by the people in the room that were caring, committed, and quite honestly, you know, tenaciously perseverant about supporting people with disabilities. So I signed up to volunteer about two weeks later. I started volunteering at... So same
0: as Amy in that regard, yes, that you absolutely. started is how can I help?
4: Hooray mm-hmm. for volunteerism, right? Yeah. yeah. So I started at Senior Options and was instantly fell in love with the individuals that we serve. They actually served me with joy, inspiration, and abundance of hope, and they continue to do that. I am a creative and have a passion for the arts and I was blown away by the Kennedy Collective's commitment to supporting the arts and graciously and quickly accepted the opportunity to open the Maggie Daly Arts Cooperative MDAC here in downtown Bridgeport, actually in the Reeds Art Space building right across the way. It's a place where individuals of all abilities create and exhibit and celebrate the transformative power of art you know when when people with disabilities engage in art it gives them purpose and it's pretty it's a pretty amazing place i invite you all to go check it out
0: yeah you know we've done a couple segments before so listeners might know that i have a very special place in for Young adults and adults with developmental disabilities, because it actually turns out many of the people that we end up talking about two hundred years later
6: mm-hmm.
0: had some were had some special ability or mental health issue or you know autistic spectrum issue that they were dealing with, whether it's you know Van Gogh or Nietzsche or Beethoven, mm-hmm. on and on and on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Greta Thunberg, right? Yeah. So, you know, we we you know we owe it to ourselves to unlock the potential of these people mm-hmm. that that give us a, a view a view into humanity. Yeah. Um, you the know, potential so,
5: is endless, really, and people don't always know that. I, you, know? The, you
0: know, the word disability. You know, yeah. like any label, sometimes that label kind of gets you stuck in. Mm-hmm something a hierarchy and it's not you know I don't feel it's that Um, well thank you for both sharing your background we're listening to um, Stephanie Campbell and Amy Dingwall of the Kennedy Collective Autism Project right here on WPKN 89.5 FM Band Central Radio and I am Rob Freed so uh, tell us a little bit more what are the priorities now of the Kennedy Center Autism Project
5: (laughs) Well, um, I think our priorities are kind of basic priorities, right? We want to um, we want to be able to increase um, uh, our. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm like, I'm forgetting what I'm saying. Um, we want to be able to grow. Might, wait, hold on, we, we want to increase something. What We're going we <laughs> to increase a lot of things. We want to... Um, donations. Yes, we want donations, of course. Um, we want to increase our, uh, the programs that we offer, our staffing. I want to be able to have more people so we can, um, so we can touch more lives. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I want to be able to have more partnerships with with local universities. We currently partner with fairfield Fairfield University, but I would love to touch some of our um, or get connected with some of our other other universities that are local more corporations we want to be more visible so people know that we're we 're here and um, let them know what we do so we can bring in more families. Um, uh, right now we we have so many different programs and uh, just what
0: give us a quick like what are a couple of the more popular effective programs that you mm-hmm. offer
5: we um, we do social skills programs in almost every program that I will list but we have Saturday activity groups um, for ages three through uh, 20. Well, 21-ish. We have uh, a Creative Connections, which is led by an art therapist. We do movement groups. We have uh, an adult social group for people on the spectrum, um, as well as other disabilities. And um, we incorporate social into all of our programs. We had a theater group, which was amazing because people who... um, We had folks who um, we verbal, low verbal, nonverbal participate. So, um, I really want to increase our, our staff, our staff, our professional staff mm-hmm. and our DSPs have been amazing. Our direct support professionals, the people that come to help us have been amazing. Good. So, yeah. you know, it
0: sounds like overall just, Uh, a level of outreach and engagement with the community, Mm -hmm. continuing to build programming, attracting staff.
5: And Uh, as well as um, a really important priority would be to be able to raise the funds so we can provide uh, these groups for an affordable price. Because some of our families, we have a lot of families who are scholarshiped, And so it would be wonderful and a long-term goal to be able to provide these services for very low cost.
0: Great, great, great. And Stephanie, you you had mentioned earlier just really valuing connection, connectivity. Um, You know, talk a little bit about how how can people who are interested in Kenny Collective get involved? Now, I know that we have an event coming up together in March, at the park city Music Hall, and i want to throw a shout out to john torres he Mm -hmm. you had originally approached him over at park city and he said he listened to what you guys wanted to Mm -hmm. do and said i think band central would be a a great partnership with you and working with you these past couple months has been great you've you know you've brought a very significant energetic uh event committee together and it's just looking like we are going to have a terrific event and you know kind of blow the doors off of park city music hall on march 22nd wednesday night but Mm -hmm. getting back to my question that was a little promo uh how can people get you know involved and what are some of the opportunities there
4: Oh, there are many opportunities. Now I'm the director of donor relations, although I like your term fun lanthropy. Right? <laughs> That's what yes. I'm at the director of fun lanthropy, because it's all about having fun and getting the job done. So as the director, I it's my privilege to Create pathways for people to flourish and thrive in the community and find investors to assist, connecting people to their passion, right? Mm-hmm. We have a multitude of programs, social enterprises, and services, including the Autism Project, an amazing work that my friend, dear friend, and colleague, Amy Dingwall, does at the Autism Project. So we have a brand new website, www.thekennedycollective.org. It's award-winning, and it will guide you to where you can get involved, to volunteer, internships, donate, many, many opportunities. It's all about community. It's all about connections. Joe, why don't you grab that
0: stool and come over and sit next to Joe over here? Sure. Um, Great. Wow. And um, so, so, like, if I was a volunteer and I called you up, What kinds of things would you say? Because, you know, somebody is driving on 95 right now or walking their dog at lunch here on Monday, the 23rd. And they might be saying, I would love to do something to help somebody with autism. Steve, I'm hearing a a delay here. Steve, I'm hearing a, a, a... Well, anyway. Everything look right? Well,
4: anyway.
2: Maybe it's a headphone.
4: Uh, okay. Well, anyway, um, we're, we're always looking for people to share their talents mm-hmm. and their treasures. Mm-hmm. Amy runs programs, as she says, on Saturdays. We have musicians that help volunteer to create and delay. music with one another.
5: And I, they can reach our talk to our HR department about volunteering as well, and they'll send it to the right department. I'll send it to the right
0: department. So I'm hearing a delay here. You guys hearing a delay? Mm-hmm. There's some yeah. delay to kick yeah, in. Delay. You
5: guys hearing
0: a the delay? There's yeah. some delay. There. Okay. So, um... Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, mm-hmm. Okay. So... Um, strange
6: all it's app so check
0: this out Joe no, no, no. Bouchard our, our highly sophisticated <laughs> musician here was playing the PKN over his app and I'm he's in the studio and I'm hearing I'm hearing this sense of confusion, yes. but That's I became—I was unflustered for the most part. Um, so look, this is uh, this is our wrap. We've had a really nice show here with uh, Joe Bouchard, you know, rock legend, and uh, Joan uh, Levy Hepburn, uh, Stephanie Campbell, and Amy Dingwall. We've had Steve D. Costanza here. Um, Joe, what was your highlight from the show today? Oh, I don't performing performing with you always joe always put a guitar in the guy and he's like snoopy (laughs) (laughs) performing well thank you thank you for sharing your stories and also thank you for uh, being part of our show is
2: is being in this new building it's unbelievable it's so much i mean i love the old place it was funky but uh, this is like, uh, this is really great. You know, yeah, great we're talk- the Joe's talking
0: about the new studio the here new at studio WPKN. The new studio all shiny and plenty of room.
3: And the and proximity the to the Bijou is great, too. we played there a couple of times. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Joan, anything uh, pop into your head as far as uh, today's show? Something that's stuck in your brain?
3: Oh, I'm just looking forward to getting on the stage again and playing with everybody. It's so much fun.
0: Great, great. And Joe and Joan will be with us. Wednesday, March 22nd at Park City Music Hall for uh, tickets. Uh, a show we're calling The Spectrum of Rock to benefit Kennedy Collective Autism Project. Fantastic. And Joe will also be with us March 17th mm-hmm. at Fairfield Theater and yep. also then again uh, September 7th also at Fairfield Theater. So yeah. we've got a little tour to look forward to. Yep. Um, how about you, Amy? How, how What was the highlight of your show today?
5: Well, of course, being here, this is an amazing studio. I've never been in one before. And listening to great music. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, right on, right on. And thank you for, you know, uh, telling us your story and and explaining more about Kennedy Collective. How about you, Stephanie?
4: The music and the fellowship, sense of community. And buy those tickets. They're live. (laughs) Tickets are are
0: live. Yeah, you can get those on the Park City Music Hall website. Um, So please, please check that out. Um, Man, you know... It's so much fun playing with Joe and Joan. We get to, when well, we play together, we play not only Burning For You, we do, Joe insists, we do Don't Fear the Reaper. Um, and we have to get the right person on Cowbell, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That song is a lot trickier to play than a lot of people realize. Yes, so you, you, you have to practice
2: that one. You got to do, do your homework. We will be rehearsing that one. So. We got to do your
0: homework. Give them all the best stuff. Oh, man, thank you. Hey, if you, um, you want to sign up to get our newsletter, um, you can email me at R-E-F-R-I-E-D, refried at optonline.net. You can also visit experiencebandcentral.com. And uh, sign up for the newsletter that way. I want to uh, say thank you to Audrey Neforis, Paula Murphy, and Andy Caddison from our team. I also want to say thank you to Joe Bouchard, Joan levy Heppard, Stephanie Campbell, Amy Dingwall, Steve Castanza. Our next show is Monday, February 27th.